I think uh, one of the primary elements of the world situation from its very outset was uh, the recognition that um, the individuals and the world at large are uh, not really in control of our life situation. And uh, if we were able to take that in, we came to realize, of course, as we know it to be true, but hopefully on a different level, that uh, Abishta is completely in charge and is in control of the affairs of the world and of every individual, and uh, it's orchestrating it. So this is, of course, a powerfully helpful lesson on its own right, uh, just in the basic awareness. Of course, it can lead to a lot of very good things. Realizing Hashem is in charge of the world helps us start to think, okay, what's his purpose in it? What is he making it for? What is he controlling it for? To what end? And uh, can discover the real meaning. But I think there's another element that uh, we could take that could be very powerfully beneficial. Um, something that could uh, infuse uh, perhaps the highest form of spirituality in all our, our life or enable us to, to do so, help us to do so. And that is um, borrowing from or you're trying to utilize, put into, into action the uh, you said that Rabbi Yena talks about in Mishlei and explain the Pasik of Behold Rachacha de Eyu Bahuya Yasha or Khesakha. So he explains here that a person can have true, real, complete Bitakan Hashem, full complete awareness that he is not in charge of any success in his life, he is not able to be successful on his own. To be fully aware, fully b'tayach, fully believing, complete the muna, that there is no power besides Hashem. And it will not be sufficient. Or there's more. There's a lot more. A lot more and better that um, is there that a person could connect with and needs to connect with. And it's quite amazing because we stop to think about that. A person has complete bitachin. Some will open up competition down the block. He will not be concerned. He will not be troubled by it whatsoever. Kolakavod. Anybody wants to open up, I'm not worried about losing anything. What's coming to me, he has total recognition. When he is accomplishing something, he doesn't say, ah, look what I, look what I accomplished. Look what I did. He knows it's the Ebishto who's giving him that slacha. When he approaches something, he realizes, but that general, that even real, full heart's recognition of Bitachan is still incomplete. What else is there? So Rabbi Yonah says, I'm not going to read it, just try to uh, draw from it. It says that a person can be b'teich b'ashem in general and believe fully that everything is in the hands of Hashem, not trust in his own might, in his own wealth, in his own brilliant mental acumen that is the nature of people to trust in, he will not trust in that. He will know that everything is up to Hashem for him to be successful or, or otherwise. But that will not be sufficient. If he doesn't attach the bitachin to his heart in the details of his life, which means to say, in every action that he's doing. It seems from here that it means 
whoever is trying to accomplish something, maybe it could apply even to any action of life. That's going very far. But at the very least, let's uh, try to focus it on anything that he's trying to accomplish, even of a regular daily nature. The full fulfillment of Bitachan is when he is remembering Hashem, hoping to Hashem, placing his trust to Hashem, in Hashem to be successful in that endeavor. And taking to his heart that it's not in his power, it's only in Hashem's power to give him the ability to make his own effort and that it should be successful, which could involve many things that are not in his own personal control. So this is what the Pasuk is saying, Shlomalach is saying, in all your particular actions, every derech, everything that you are trying to accomplish, remember Hashem, bring him, bring to your heart that this, this action, this accomplishment is not in your power, it's only in Hashem's power. So I think, of course, that would mean to be able to make the effort and, of course, to actually achieve the success. And the reason why it says, is because there are people that they will turn to Hashem and place their trust in Hashem, their hope to Hashem, when they're undertaking some great, massive kind of a uh, effort, like traveling overseas in those days, it was uh, quite dangerous. Going out in a caravan, traveling far distances, but something that is something small, something ordinary, a, a, a daily effort, going to the marketplace, keeping your store open, trying to do your daily work. That's something that's they feel secure, they'll be able to be successful. And even if not, there won't be anything so terrible. So they're not turning to Hashem in that. In something big or small, all the actions are in Hashem's hands. All success is His kindness. So we should remember Hashem in everything. And also remember that that very effort of remembering Hashem and turning to Hashem to be successful is even a greater accomplishment, is more valuable. The reward for that is something as more, more beneficial than whatever it is he's trying to accomplish. And in addition to that, the Pasuk says, will be great to be successful in that endeavor. So it comes out. Shlomo Melech is advising us, the Torah is advising us, as Abayyan explains, that we should be in, in contact with Hashem's help to us and engaging in that, connecting with that, remembering that, hoping for that in everything that we're doing. Even regular, daily, sort of mundane activities, that's okay, requires some effort, some thought, some focus, and we need Hashem's help to be successful, to be turning, hoping, relying upon Hashem to be successful in that endeavor. There's always the possibility that Hashem can have a cheshbon. That should not be successful. But our best judgment is there's something that is correct for us to be involving ourselves in. We should be turning and hoping to Hashem to receive His help, to receive His empowerment of us to make that effort and His help that it should be concluded successfully. So I want to ask everyone to close their eyes for a moment and try to envision yourself doing this. Try to think of one, one thing you do during the day. It could be 
even uh, you know, a, a material kind of a thing. Doesn't have to be spiritual in any nature, but maybe it could also be spiritual. Something where we're trying to put in our best efforts to be successful. Try to imagine yourself in that endeavor, turning to Hashem and hoping to Hashem to give the capacity to make that effort and to give the the siyat, the shmaya, the bracha, that that should actually be successful. Even something that is a regular daily kind of a thing, not super challenging, not something as difficult as like public speaking or something like that, that people don't do on a daily basis, but even something that is like regular daily kind of activity that nevertheless needs Hashem's help. Imagine yourself engaging that, connecting with that, turning to Hashem to help you to be successful, to accomplish that effort, that mice or whatever it might be, to be successful. And we're going to pause to do that. Okay, can anybody tell me uh, what feeling, if any, you had while you were imagining and envisioning this taking place? Was it something that made you feel good? Or maybe possibly not? Remember. For me, it was. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, first of all, I liked how you nonchalantly mentioned that, like, public speaking would be something which is hard for someone to do that you're in the middle of doing. So you just, like, nonchalantly toss off, like, oh, it's not hard to do whatever. Not everyone does it every day. Like, me, but, you know. I'm trying to convince myself this is not public speaking. This is just having a shoot together. Uh, uh, um, for me, it was, it was a bit odd. Because, like, to walk down the hall to the kitchen to make an omelet, like, to make breakfast... Like, I wouldn't think I would need, like, Seattle Vishnaya for So it was just like a weird, like, thinking about, like, wait a second. So, like, I, maybe I, I need to be asking for that. Like, that's like, is there a possibility of that not working out? Like, what's going to happen? I'm going to slip along the way. I'm going to run out of food. Like, you know. Burn, will burn. Maybe the omelet will burn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It was just like a reshift a little bit. What about, what about something, like, a little harder than making an omelet? But that so also requires effort that you can imagine that some siyat d'shmaya could be helpful. You know, I don't know, dealing with a client, something, you know, some kind of an interview, something where, you know, you think you have the ability, but it's not mamish gishmirt. <laughs> See, is smiling. That's great. Okay, try to imagine. I'm trying to do this. But I am realizing this is not in my power. And yet Hashem to give me the ability, the basic fundamental capacity to engage in it and the help to carry it out and the bracha to be successful. I will, I, will tell, I will tell you. I have to receive it. Go ahead. I will tell you one interesting, interesting uh, Misa perspective. Please. A few months ago, I shifted over my, my job structure to be mostly commission-based. And it was, you know, a few months of streamlining and then it started to go really well. And I'm good with people and people like me and I know I was putting in good effort. So I was like really giving it like, you know, and I had a good month. And then the next month came, ah, you doing, you only nice beer as well. And then the next month came and I was doing like another good month. And I know it's gonna be a good, I know I'm gonna make a lot of money because like I'm doing all the right steps. Like a few times during that month, maybe a few times, three, four, five, I stopped for like 10 seconds, five seconds to say, I know it's just a shalas. I know I'm just trying to do, you know, the best I can relate itself to Hashem. And then the funny thing is that I got zero dollars from that entire month of work because the coronavirus happened. And all the efforts didn't come to fruition. So it was just a very funny, like, I'm happy that at least out of the month of labor, 
like for 10 seconds, five times, I at least had a true perspective that ended up coming, you know. But no, what you're saying is you're, like, even something simple like a client could be, yeah, it could be that even things that we're used to will be taken away and you know, things that we know will work well. Just at the last second, there could be a big change or a shift in the structure of dynamics of life. And then you don't have that anymore. Right. Very good. Excellent. Can anybody share anything with how they think this would make them feel if they would actually do it? Any, any, any reaction is, is fine, is, is, is helpful, is good. If you don't want to share with us, that's okay too. <laughs> but I would love to hear if, uh, if you could share how imagining this is making you feel. Okay, we'll have to, you know, reconvene after you actually do it, Lamaisa, because right now it's only theoretical, it's only imagined. One thing we know, one thing we know, Richard, not everyone here is as comfortable and adept at public speaking as you are, apparently. <laughs> but the only way to do it is by, you know, we're just, we're just smoothing together. I was told this evening that I actually should not prepare so much because then it comes out too scripted and it's better if I just, like, speak naturally. That's what I'm going to try to do. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I thought about this when I first heard this, and many times after having learned this, my my reaction was, "This is amazing. This is beautiful. This is like magnificent. A person could live with such an awareness. Hashem is helping, receiving. Hashem's infusion of my ability." and everything that I'm trying to do, wow, that would be like <laughs> unbelievable if I could have some of that. But anytime I tried to do it, nothing ever happened. It was like always like in one year and out the other year. It was like, oh, this is amazing, it's beautiful, but somehow it never, never took, took effect in real life. I was also told that to some people, this would not make them feel so good. They would feel like, what am I accomplishing? What can I give myself credit for? If, if it's all coming from Hashem, Siyat Dashmaya, if I, if I recognize I'm powerless, then how am I going to feel good about my accomplishments? What did you say it didn't work for you? It didn't come to fruition? What does that mean? So, it was like the idea was beautiful, but somehow I never remembered or never found a place it never sort of clicked in real life. But I didn't take it as like, I don't want to do that because then I won't feel like I'm accomplishing. It was like amazing that a person could have such a, such a feeling of connection, hoping to Hashem and be aware that he's receiving the, the bracha while it's happening. There were a couple of times before speaking in the shul that I did. <laughs> Probably I really wasn't too prepared that I did try to think of, you know, turning to Hashem, hoping to Hashem to help it come out okay. But the um, Derek Klau, it was very difficult. And I could see how there's a resistance. And I've heard from, from some people that there could be resistance to this because they want to feel I'm accomplishing. So how will I feel good about my accomplishments if I'm going to be fully aware that... It's only Hashem helping me. Effort? I don't know. Isn't that the fact anyway? So that may not for That's some people... That's or not. It's not the Messias? If, yeah, that halavai. But for some people, if I'm looking towards my achievement, my success as a means of my good feeling about myself, this, this may not be so easy. But, but it's not uh, easy or true, but it's not true. Like uh, You're coming and telling me by focusing on something which is not true, I feel better about myself. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a hug, I'll give you a class, I'll give you a pie. I'm, are you going to come and tell me that's what you should be following or should be doing? Once we recognize the truth that it really is only in Hashem's power, that I don't really have the power to succeed in anything on my own. I can feel good that I'm making a good effort in the Hanami, but the actual results, I really truth should not be feeling good about. That can be a hard thing to accept for a person. 
and that's that's valid. And if I if, if we find ourselves like not being so comfortable with this, that could be very understandable. Well, it's not appropriate to feel good for anything that you did. So, I'll be there at Teva, like Teva. I said, like, you know. Right. So, it, it looks like Ibn Yonah is stressing, and in the, in, the, in the Pasuk that follows, he says that a person should not give himself the credit. He should not say, And it's amazing. He says this, that even after I had a mind when I was doing it, turning to Hashem, hoping to Hashem to enable me, to give me that slacha. And then when it is successful, I should not then turn around and say, oh, I did it. It means there's a kalach in a person to want to turn around even after he turned to Hashem for the help to then afterwards, if it's successful, give himself the credit for it and feel I accomplished this with my power, with my ingenuity, with my good ability. So I, I recall thinking, I recall like, I got my license later on in life, my driver's license. And then I don't, I don't think I had the self-confidence for whatever reason in a variety of life management things at certain points to be able to follow through on that. So I had a kasha though, like what would it make sense? How, well, how, what would be the shift that I should feel comfortable and confident in myself that I'll be able to go do something like that? Because really the truth is I know I can't do it anyway. Like the M is real truth of, of anything in life is that I can't do it without Hashem. So, uh, so the fact that I have an additional lower self-esteem and a lower lack of self-confidence, like what's the M is or what's the point of changing that? Because it's tapping into the real truth anyway. Oh, so I would suggest that, of course, a person has to have full good respect for the abilities that Hashem gave him and try to use them while recognizing that they are constantly being given by Hashem. And, and, there's, and there's no place ever to believe that I have the abilities like everyone else, maybe given to my Hashem, but I have now this ability to go do something in, in, in a decent way. I have the, I have the capability. I, I want to, should one person believe I have the ability to go learn, to go drive like anyone else? Yes, absolutely. We should have the, the recognition. What's the mind of Kamina? It's not even true. You don't? I don't. Well, there's, there, I think there's different forms of it. There could be a form of, like Ramban says about Yosef. He, he recognized the opportunity to speak to the Sarah, Ephim, and Sarah Mashkim, even though it was fraught with danger, because he recognized that Hashem gave him the Chachmah. It says, He wasn't relying on the Chachmah itself. He was recognizing Hashem gave me this ability to try to use in a productive and perhaps a life-altering manner. I shouldn't feel I'm incapable. I shouldn't feel inadequate. Full respect to those gifts that Hashem gave me and utilize them and try to share them with the world whenever I can. Be like Hashem. But I should use the good abilities that Hashem gave me for my own benefit, for the benefit of others, while realizing at the same time, Hashem is giving me those abilities. Hashem is blessing those efforts with success. And I'm suggesting that if we can get in touch with this truth, that the result of it will not be feeling unaccomplished, feeling devoid of something to be proud of. On the contrary, we'll feel the most positive good feeling of connection with Hashem, of being the recipient of His kindness, and being blessed with His bracha in those even regular daily things we do. Well, can I ask you to uh, that picture? It's a little bit of a distraction. I appreciate, I appreciate you, uh, you, being, you, you communicating. I didn't notice it. <laughs> Just forgive me. Okay, Shkayach. That one's no good either. <laughs> I'm very easily distracted. You have to have Rachmanis on me. And you've been going 20 minutes without looking at my square. Weaknesses. Look at my talking square. Okay. So, um, is there? Go ahead. Uh, right. The 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 concept that uh, though that a person that the way a person wants to go, Hashem leads him there. So, so, 
could a meaning if if a person sees certain accomplishments, it's it's, it's not that it has nothing to do with his decisions and 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 his rutzon. It's not like nothing that happens and none of my efforts is like not a. It it's, it seems to be totally connected to your rutzon and 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 the things you chose to do. So for for a person to feel good that these accomplishments happen. Yeah, it's it's. I can't do it without Hashem letting me, but Hashem myself lets me go in the way that I want. So I could still feel really good about it. No. Um, I'm not clear what you mean. What what what? what could you pinpoint what it is that would be the cause of that good feeling? That I I worked hard and I I see I see I see fruits of my labor. You feel you feel you feel good when you work hard and and you see and you see results. Oh, so that's a very good point, because we find the Gemara that talks about rights other that a person would rather have one measure of grain that he worked and produced in his own field than nine measures that someone else produced, because it's a certain special chavivus for what I worked on and I produced, and you find the same thing regarding Kedushim of Torah by the Tanoim, something that they had to darshan out, was especially beloved to the Tana, something that he came to understand through his effort. So how do these two concepts work together? I'm supposed to be attributing everything to Hashem. How am I feeling good and the special Chavivus to that which came through my effort? So I would suggest, perhaps, that something that I'm putting in that effort is a place where I could most sense this experience of Hashem blessing it with bracha. I am involved. I am trying. I am doing what I can do. I'm trying to make that effort with the awareness that Hashem is giving me that capacity. So I am involved in it, and then it's blessed. Then it's most experience, most clear to me, most evident to me, that this is Hashem's bracha. It's not coming from, I did it. I made it. My, my so then, so then why is it? We're not going to say, the Tanah is the, the, the halacha that he was doirish to his yigiyah because he feels it's his accomplishment. He's valuing that accomplishment. He's valuing that effort because that effort was a great connection to the Torah and it's putting in the effort. So the halacha that came through that, that came with that, is representing that great accomplishment that he put in, that he gained for himself through his true sincere effort. Not ultimately, this is my product. Ultimately, Matana from Hashem. But it's in conjunction with my using my abilities that Hashem blessed me with. So, like, I'm most aware of this is Hashem giving me the ability to work at it and then be blessed with the success of it. They're just coming very easily, less, less experience. The whole experience is lesser. What's, what's less of the experience? Not to play us patting myself on the back, but, 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 but before, before, before you like, just I want to make one, one observation that the ultimate goal of this to ourselves should not simply be, not to minimize it, but should not simply be the great good feeling that we can have as we are making contact and remembering and being in touch with the Chesed Hashem. The ultimate achievement of it is, this is a great Ruchnius Dika achievement. That awareness, that having in mind, that consciousness, that attachment of our Bitochen to our daily life, to our daily activities, is considered a parashik tanisha kol gufei Torah tluyimba. Gemara says, the whole Torah is dependent doesn't mean it can't be any Torah without it. But everything of Torah is, is fundamentally supported and, and, and made to be successful 
a person attaches his awareness of Hashem's involvement in his daily life activities. So we have the opportunity for what is safe to say the peak spirituality in our very ordinary, pardon the expression, mundane lives. There's nothing mundane in our life. Everything in our life is opportunity to be used with the peak spirituality of recognition of Hashem involved in our life, giving us the ability that we have every moment, and the one who's giving us the bracha and what we're trying to be successful at. That is peak ruchnius in running through, coursing through, as much as we can be aware of it. Now again, I'm sharing with you, it took me a long time to have a few occasions of being aware of it. So don't feel bad if this doesn't somehow kick in right away. But at the same time, don't give up on it, because it may take a little while. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth making an effort at it. It's worth trying to focus on it. And it's worth trying to see what happens when we do. Okay, back to you, Yitzhi. I just wasn't going to clarify what you were saying. That is, I, I'm honestly confused what you, what you meant. Oh, I, I didn't understand what exactly he was feeling good about it, whether he was feeling good about the fact that, that if, if I put in more, if there's an opportunity for me to put in the most of my effort, so then I, I end up seeing more bracha and I, I feel good about the, the, the 10, the one kava as opposed to 10 kava is out the fact that I recognize more bracha from Hashem or meaning which only came about because I, I, I was putting in effort. I guess the pshat is that I recognize more that I need Hashem. Something gets easy. Okay, but just like comes by itself. You know, Yerusha, uh, I win the lottery. Okay, it comes. It's an amazing thing. It's a beautiful bracha, but it's, it's coming easily. So I didn't experience the, the need of Hashem to help me. Or something that I have to work at that involves my involvement in it, then I'm more, more in touch with it. I'm more in touch with it. I'm hoping through this. I'm plowing this field. I'm planting this field. I'm putting an effort. What's it all for? That the crops should grow. Who's going to make these crops grow? Only Debishta. Oh, then when it grows, then I see. Debishta's giving. <laughs> What's the simcha? Debishta's involved with me. Simcha's not, I have crops, I have a great bounty, I have connection with Hashem, Hashem is giving me to be makir, his involvement in my life. Oh, that's a connection with Hashem. And Rebbein is adding that I can upgrade that so much when I'm aware from the very outset that I need Hashem's help to do this, to do it right to do it correctly, do it at all, even to walk to the kitchen, right? But we're not going that far right away. <laughs> I'll advise at some point. But to do this correctly in a potentially successful manner, I need Hashem's help. And then I need Hashem's bracha that it should actually come to fruition. Oh, that, is, that, is my, that is me connecting myself with Hashem. That's not just I'm receiving it, I'm aware of it, I'm able to recognize it. That's I am forging that connection. I am enabling myself to realize that Hashem is the one who is giving me my ability to do what I am doing in all my affairs of life. That is very, very powerful. Very is it spiritual experience that is taking place not in the shul, not in the base medrash, not in the base mikdash? That's taking place in the field, in the workplace. Being in the base marriage also. I need Hashem himself to understand a little bit we're trying to get shot. But it could be in any place in the world. Okay, go ahead. Is, could, could you not still say more than that? That if, if, if the way Hashem does things is that he allows, he, he allows you to be... He, he he leads you down the road that you see that that you want to be aiming in. So then, 
and my does that concept allow me to take more um, pleasure in the success that I, the physical success, the the, the actual success that was accomplished, that I, as opposed to if that concept wasn't true. If I, if I see Hashem leading me in a certain path in life, and I can have the sense that, uh, as best I could judge. Hashem is leading me because I wouldn't necessarily have known on my own to go this route. So it seems to me that Hashem is leading me. The way I understand it, I'll be as best I could, I could sense it. It's Hashem leading me, and sometimes we could sense it. And of course, that will enhance the good feeling from it very much. All we're trying to contrast primarily is the, the need for feeling of self-accomplishment, which could hold me back from giving giving myself the awareness as from Hashem, and the the good feeling that can come the higher form of recognizing myself in direct contact with Hashem's chesed. Hashem is bestowing His chesed upon me, and wants me to be aware of it in the fullest way wants me to connect with it in the fullest way. How is that? By using all the gifts that he gave to me and by being aware that he's giving them to me constantly and blessing those efforts with Hatzlacha. Now I want to go to one other area of life. The one that I was being referred to as the extraordinary. Even though it's also quite ordinary in a certain sense. Rabitzel raises the question, why did the Abishta design a person in such a way that he cannot be successful even against the Itzahara all by himself? Why is it that, it, that the essential state of existence is Hashem helping us, we cannot overpower the Itzahara. After all, the battle against the Itzahara is essentially up to a person to make that choice. It's a spiritual thing. This is his avoida to overcome the Sahara. Why should it be made in such a way where a person, even in that area, is, is not fully capable? Maybe he has a more primary role to play. No, ultimately it's his Bechira, but it must come with some measure of Siat Nishmaya. What's the question? What's the question? Ravitzel asks, why did Hashem design the, the person in such a manner that he needs Hashem's help on an ongoing basis to be successful against the Yitzhahara? It must be some kind of a spiritual a person could somehow... Saying, what's the question? Why didn't he give us power to do things ourselves? Why, why are we designed, limited, and incapable of overcoming the Yitzhahara without Hashem's help? Is there anything we're capable of doing without his help? Oh, so... So what kind of question is that? Like, there's nothing. He, he is the before, during, and after of everything, and we're nothing. Oh, so, like, well, of course we can't do anything without him. What do you well, mean? Except, of course, the exception, of course, is a, a combination of So I guess you, you could be the Yitzhahar in some way. If, if you, right. Then you could. So, but what does it mean? So, actually, so, no, so, so you have to say that means the ability to do Ishtadlis and it still won't make a difference. So it's up to Hashem well, you'll succeed or fail and it's up to us to try. Okay. Okay. He gave us Bechir Chavshim but I'm saying but where, where, where what's okay. the harm that we should be able to do? Okay, very good. Okay, very good. You're saying it's Pashit. It's Pashit that this should be no different than anything else in life. Of course, <laughs> What's the Hanukkah? I'm saying, come to me with a question why it should be different. Okay, he made so, me yesh me ayin. Okay, so like, well, I just, that's, that's totally fine. But I want you now to try and envision that mindset where there is some kind of a challenge that I have in life, some kind of a moral challenge, some kind of an ethical challenge, whether it's midai, sanyani, kedusha, relationships, so, so, anything of a spiritual nature. I have some room to choose in. And I could envision for myself trying to make a choice. Bocher, not be poel. Can you? <laughs> so, so where where does that where does that Akash Baruch Hu come in? 
does it come in only okay after I after I choose, then somehow Hashem helps me to carry it out, or could it be even in, infused in the initial etzem, the innate choice that I'm making should ideally be made in such a way where I'm where I'm realizing that it's Hashem who is giving me that capacity and the help to see the truth in that experience. It's Hashem who is empowering me and enabling me to actually succeed in recognizing what is right and choosing it. I think that's the simple pshat. That this could happen unbeknownst to a person or it could be, or could, or could be taking place with a person's full awareness. And it would seem, according to Ben Yaina, that this, of course, would be no exception. So every effort that you're trying to make and everything you're trying to accomplish, what, what's more important, what's more significant than some uh, good spiritual choice that we have to make, some good moral choice that we have to make, whether or not to say this not-so-gentle word to somebody or to hold back and let it go. Whether to bear in our hearts something negative to somebody or to try to be bigger and let it go. To try and let somebody have their way when really they're not so entitled. And if not, maybe seeming to us to be so Yashua's dick or to let them have their way. Can we even there, try to have the mindset. We imagine for ourselves having the mindset, I'm turning to Hashem to help me to do this right, to see this correctly, to make the right choice in this life situation. This really is a Dava Godol. This is not a Dava Katan. <laughs> Anything that's Ruchni is really Dava Godol. But I think this is a very like unfamiliar this is a novel kind of a mindset because naturally we tend to think okay it's my job to fight the Sahara. and we know we might even dive in other parts of feel you know the same for it but to but to be consciously aware to turn to hashem to hope to hashem to rely upon hashem to help us to be matzliach in this aspect of life, to make the correct choice, to have the right mindset, to have the right feeling, to make that effort that we are able to make, I think that would be quite um, quite interesting if we try to do that. Did you just ask a question and answer or no? Didn't you have a, you have a question and answer? Well, Ritual does answer this, this essentially aside. Ritual answers that Hashem wants us to be turning to Him and relying upon Him for everything in life, even in the Ruchnis. He wants us to, or it's appropriate for us to, or He made us. In other words, this, 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 this very aspect of Ruchnis, of turning to Hashem and relying upon Hashem, is so critical, so necessary, that it should be infused it should be it should be necessary it should be appropriate in everything in life including maybe especially who knows but certainly including even the areas of our struggle with our Yitzhara. so he talks about davening and i'm just plugging in a benyona that just like a benyona says about everything that i'm trying to accomplish i should turn to hashem to help me to be successful in worldly matters, so I would follow the same way, or maybe even more so. Hashem has to give me the seichel, has to give me the das, has to give me even a special siyat d'shmaya, some kind of special siyat d'shmaya. I'm aware I need special siyat d'shmaya. I'm supposed to be aware that I need special siyat d'shmaya to overcome the power of dimyot, of confusion, of distortion, of the of the chelika gashmi, of the emotional challenges, of the low self-esteem, of the shame, you name it. Whatever it is that's pulling us down, that's distorting us, that's confusing us, that's blinding us, that's sometimes overpowering us, I need Hashem's help to overcome this, to resist this. I'm ready to make my full good effort. 
I want to make my appropriate effort, but at the same time, I'm realizing this is not my achievement. It's okay. I don't need to feel I did it. I beat the Eight Sahara. I am a gibber. My 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 sense of gibura will be I'm being given that by Hashem. It's all contact that's with Hashem. Gibura? That's gibura. That's not that gibura. Maybe that's I'm receiving a present. But what's my? How's that my sense of gibura? So how my Yitzro? He did it. He did it. Not me. He did it. Not me. <laughs> but I got his. I got his help. How did I get his help? Because I turned to him to help me. Uh, but, but according to what you're saying, for that thought also, I should be doing the same thing. For each one thought that brought me to there, I know that that's from Hashem and not from me. <laughs> uh, which one do you stop and take credit for? Okay, no, you're asking good, Baruch. You're asking good. We have to figure this out. It's not for now. Because the Navi says, The Rav says, The person should be mishalel, should feel the pride of the Gevura, that is Das Hashem, and the Chachma, that is Das Hashem, and the Oisha, that is Das Hashem. So it needs to be figured out how I could feel the kavod of my at least trying to be misgaber by putting in my effort to be misgaber over the Sahara. But who knows? That's not for now. That's a very good, very good question. But but ultimately, the um, the, the idea is that we can and we should and we have to be turning to Hashem to help us, even in those. Now you might you might say, well, if I'm turning to Hashem to help me, what's going to be the fight of the Tzahara? I already have Hashem on my radar. I'm aware of Hashem. Look, turning to Hashem. Well, of course, I'm going to see everything the way Hashem sees it. Halavai. I'm not. No one asked. No one. No one asked that. No one asked that. Oh, automatic. <laughs> no, no one asked that. Okay. Okay. But you know, it's like like if you, if, if 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 you have a mind to drink more after the first coast, you don't forget to do a seba. You know, so halavai. But. It's clear it doesn't work automatically because the Ben Yenu brings that the Gemara says even the even Pranavera, a person should be turning to Hashem. Because look, the Ganav who's tunneling in to do the Gineva is hoping that Hashem to be successful to, to do the Gineva. He's hoping that Hashem would do Gineva. Somehow he rationalized Gineva and still hoping that Hashem to be successful in the Gineva. But we shouldn't be turning to Hashem to be successful in doing the Averis. We should return to Hashem to help us to make the right choice. Sometimes not so partial with the right choices. Sometimes there's room to say, oh, no, it's okay. Or maybe it's even the mitzvah. So we're hoping to Hashem to see truth and to choose truth, to, to, to receive the kayach, to make the right choice, to have the right understanding, to embrace the emes, to embrace the kedusha, to embrace the closest to Hashem. He's helping us for that also. That is going to be, oh, a lot of spirituality in our life. <laughs> There'll be a whole added element of not just making the right choices, not just being misgabra over the Sahara, not only seeing all our life situations as a challenge just to bring out all the good midas from a person in Lamaisa, but also as a means to be turning to Hashem to help us to do that and being kind of midas habitakha, which is the peak of everything. Is, is it is it appropriate for a person to feel to feel um, better about his efforts when it comes to Ruchni's efforts as opposed to the like, Gashmi's efforts? Yeah, am I am I let's say I'm 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 not thinking about the fact that Hashem helped me. But am I, am I allowed to think that Hashem gave me the the Bechira and the, the my choices are mine? He allows me to have it, and I, I feel good because of that. Is that appropriate? It, it, it seems very clear from the Pirish of Rabbein Avadi Bar Tanura, with the way Taishantav learns it, on the uh, first mission, the fourth paragraph of Avais. Of Ezel Chacham, Ezel Gibor, Ezel Asher, the Rav learns it. Who is the Chacham, the Gibor, and the Asher who should feel the pride of their Chachma and their Gvura and their Asher? And to which the time is answering when it's a Chachma of, of Das Hashem, of its Haskavi Isi, a Chachma that's Lashem Shemayim, that's not to glorify himself, where he'll learn even from somebody much lesser than him. Or a gibor that's a gvura of kaivish yitzray. 
or a usher who's samer bechelkoi, those kinds of chachma, gvur, and usher, a person should feel covered of it. He should feel, I have contact with Hashem. I'm learning L'Shem Shemayim. I have contact with Hashem. I am overcoming my Yitzhahara. I have contact with Hashem. I am Samer Bechelkoi that's enabling me to be with Hashem. These are all means of coming to recognize Hashem or innately knowing Hashem and choosing what's taif over what is what is opposite. So then that is something that a person should feel the cover. This is the Chachma, Gvura, and Aisher that he should be mishalal in, in, in of, of himself, within himself, to feel that, ah, that upliftedness, that beauty, that greatness, that closest to Hashem. He's supposed to feel it. So the answer is a resounding yes. <laughs> you, you didn't really say much about effort. I thought you were focusing on the fact that you just have such beautiful gifts of Das Hashem and no, 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 no. no. Only, only that which is acquired through my effort is is it considered my knowing Hashem? I only know Hashem if it's through my working to achieve the level that my learning is lishma, not to gain honor for myself. And that I'll even learn from somebody much lesser than me. It's only through my effort that I'm able to over, overcome my Sahara and not give in to the kas or whatever. It's only through my effort that I can, that I can be some erbechalkoi and accept whatever Hashem gives me and be okay with that. Thereby be able to be a mitzvah. So by definition, I am Ishal because it's mine. I'm only mishalal because it's mine, because it's my choice. We're just adding that that choice also had Hashem's help involved with it. It's not mine in a in the manner of divorce from Hashem. It's mine with my component, with my bechira, that also comes with Hashem helping me and blessing me, enabling. Of course, the entire kaiyach bechira is Hashem's bracha to me. So anything that I achieve is always going to be a cause for greater humility that Hashem has blessed me with the ability to gain this madrega that he is even showing me that he recognized that I achieved like he did to the Avinu and Mishabenu and Avinamelech and they lowered themselves even more because they received so much time from Hashem to be able to reach the madregas they reached. So it will always be somehow working together, not bringing it to Gaiva, recognizing I've achieved this. It is amazing. Who made this possible? Whose gift is this ultimately? This is Hashem's gift. How humble I am, how much I've received from Hashem. How much lower I am to have received such a gift, even though it also required my effort. But it was only possible. It's only, it's only Hashem's creation. Look how much of it I have. Okay, but bottom line, go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, just going back to, um, to to the other type of um, uh, looking to Hashem in the general yes. uh, worldly affairs. Yes. So, so I think aside for there's general worldly affairs, it's one thing, but then there's also jobs. There's things that you're getting paid to do. Um, right. So when you have a job, there's a sense that you're responsible to get it done. So okay. that's if you're an employee, you're responsible to get X, Y, and Z done. If you're an owner of a business, you're responsible to your clients to take care of their needs. If you're a therapist, even though it's more difficult to, you know, exactly measure what's called progress, but officially you're responsible for the needs of your client. Every, every job entails responsibility. So in order to feel a sense of like that, that you're responsible, you kind of have to feel that you could, you could either put in the correct effort and actually get it done, or you could slack off, so to speak. You could not put in your full effort 
and be held accountable by whoever it is that's either employing you or hiring you for your services. Okay. So it's difficult in that mindset to, to maintain that mindset and at the same time maintain the awareness that it's coming from Hashem. So. Um, do you mean to say that if I recognize that Hashem has to give me my abilities, I won't feel as responsible to use them in a proper way because I don't take it as personal. I have to be like, I feel it's up to me. No, he's saying a little bit the opposite. He's saying, it seems that to get stuff done that, we're, that we need to, we need to tap into like, oh, I owe this to them, I have to do this. If I don't want to get yelled at by them, I have to do this. If I want to do this right for my fee, I have to do this. I, I think is what you're saying. And so because based on what seems to be built in, there is a metzias. Either I'm going to do more for them and do it well, do less for them and not do it well. So if I'm already in the mindset of my efforts going to be doing well or not, it's hard to shift that into recognizing it's all from Hashem. Is that what you're saying, Hill, in some way? Yeah, it's like, are, are they going to be satisfied with my job? Like I, like, I feel like I'm responsible to make them satisfied. And because that's the default, it's hard to move that. Uh, and that that's, that's like the nature of at least, at least like... So I, I think I think that's the that's the nature of of, of like businesses of of why, employee, why, why employer relationships or 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 owner and client relationships. So why couldn't we plug all that in and say I need to make them feel that I'm doing my job, and that's all going to be a gift from Hashem that I should succeed in being able to give them that sense that I am doing my job and carrying out my responsibility properly. That, that event, that experience, that accomplishment, that good result that I will achieve here of the, of the boss considering me to be doing my job properly, essentially Hashem is blessing me with that. That is what Hashem is blessing me with. How does it come about? It comes about through my making my effort, Hashem enabling me to, to make that effort, that it should go okay, everything that needs to be in place. Within, within Derech HaTeva, it remains in place. And ultimately, it's, it's Hashem's gift to me. Of course, I don't see any reason why Hashem should make things go haywire and that everything should come crashing down and it should be at a disaster. It's a regular mundane thing. And Ben Yen is, is, is dealing with that. I think that's why a person doesn't naturally turn to Hashem by these ordinary things, because it looks very natural that it will be successful. And sometimes it wouldn't be the end of the world if it wouldn't be. But that's all part of what takes great awareness. That's part of why this is very difficult. It takes very keen awareness to recognize this entire creation of Hashem's creation. The entire event is Hashem's creation. I can engage in it. Okay, it's not simple. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just learning the, the, the concept right now. To apply to Lamaisa, you know, Halavai, that, that it, should, it should play out to Lamaisa. The Benyon is saying, I could relate to it and engage in it, but that kind of a mindset that on a daily, regular, action by action, effort by effort basis, returning to Hashem to help me to do what I need to do properly, successfully, correctly. I need to take care of this client, this client, this client. I got three clients I have to meet with today. Each one of them, I have to understand what they need to try to give them the service that they need. And as far as I see, I have the ability to do that. I shouldn't just like, you know, let it go, autopilot. I should recognize Hashem is blessing me and infusing me with this ability and making everything go okay. And they're going to hold me responsible. Also. They're going to hold me responsible if I don't, if I don't, if I, if, if I don't give them what they paid for. Even if it was difficult for me, even if it Hashem wasn't my is, fault. Hashem, even, is protect, Hashem is protecting me from being held responsible from, for failure. Hashem is protecting me from the negative experience 
of being criticized for, for not doing my job? How is Hashem protecting me from that? By enabling me to do that. So how am I protected from their holding me accountable and, and being displeased? How do, I, how do I have protection from that? That's Miyad Hashem. There's no other power. If Hashem doesn't want them to be displeased, they won't be displeased. Now we have to be aware of the, <laughs> the basic derech hateva. I can't say, well, I'll just slack off and if Hashem wants to protect me, so they won't mind and they'll, keep, they'll just keep paying me for, for doing nothing. It's, it's unlikely that uh, they're going to be nisim. But within the structure that we see as teva, Ben is saying we could see the Yad Hashem. We could see Hashem is giving them the nature to expect results. Hashem is giving me the, the, the ability to produce those results with his help. Okay, so what happened over here? Hashem enabled me to do my job successfully today. Well, so I could look to him in the, from the outset. And you forgive me, but I think this is very, very close to the breast of a concept of talking to Hashem throughout the day. This is like only in the mindset, but essentially it comes out to something very, very similar. And I'm hoping to Hashem, relying upon Hashem. If I verbalize it, I'll say, Eivishter, please help me to Matzliach. Do this job. Do this job right. <laughs> help me to deal with this person the right kind of way. Help me to address this, this company need the right kind of way. Help me to understand this tasteless to the, build, to, to the degree that I can with your help. Whatever it might be. If I'm not verbalizing it, at least it's in my mind. I'm turning to Hashem I'm hoping to Hashem, I'm relying upon Hashem, and if he holds it's better not, I accept that also. Sometimes Hashem can want that it shouldn't be successful, and that the boy should be unhappy. And he may have a reason why I should have to experience that. And I accept that as well. But certainly I'm hoping that it should go successfully. And that I should receive the bracha whatever it might be. And that applies even in Ruchnistika things. Trying to stay focused in the davening for, for, for a couple of minutes. Trying to stay focused in the learning for a couple of minutes. Trying to make the right choices for myself, for the people around me on a daily basis. In ordinary and extraordinary situations. So if we we're going to get comfortable with that mindset and hopefully we'll be able to access it and uh, it will be interesting to see what happens this is the best kind of experiment you know it's happening in real time it might be happening now okay Baruch that smile is priceless now you can keep up that's a beauty Okay, hello. Do, do you hear anything here? Am I, am I, am I, am I, am I in any way responding to you? You can tell me the truth. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think I think you are. I think I think the words you're saying are. I don't know if it's actually like responding to the <laughs> to the the feeling that I have. But it's... Let's, let's, let's go slow. This is very new territory. We are, even though we believe this, we hold by it, you know, we would swear by it. But nevertheless, it's not our natural, you know, our not, not our natural emotional life state. Where I you, think it's you know, easier when, when it's not someone else's um, expectation of you. When, when, it's, when it's just like, what can I accomplish? What can I okay. do for myself? Can I, ask you a question? can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you sit down to learn something, if you wouldn't know about the that before you start learning, you're supposed to say, you know, if you wouldn't know about that, 
what do you think your mindset would be? No one's around. My mindset would be, let me try to get shot in this uh, piece of Rebbein Yaina. And this Chavos Lavavos, and this piece of Gemara. I'm going to, Baruch Hashem, I have some intelligence. I think I could try to work at it, and I think I could try to understand it. Right, I wouldn't think about Hashem in that situation either. That's true. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's easier to start from, from a place where you're not being expected. By, by all means, so start in that place. Hundred <laughs> percent fine. Start where it's ever easy. Start where it's easiest. Then see what happens. I, I'm not daring anybody. I'm just letting you know that if this does not kick in so quickly. Do not be discouraged. Be patient. Keep coming back to it. There may come a time that uh, will kick in. But maybe now, after, you know, the pandemic, it has a better chance of kicking in. Because we're more aware that we are not in control in the absolute sense of our lives. And no one is. So maybe we have a better shot at it. In our, in our day and age. Okay. I think uh, this is pretty good for tonight. And you should all be matzliach in trying to turn to Hashem in all the affairs of life. And receive the bracha that comes from that. And the greatest thing of all is charabitochah.